outside of high school life, outside of my home. And everything had changed for me, at least I thought. And eventually I came back to some of my senses and caught my bearing again. And parents, I'm just warning you, that's going to happen. You know, they're going to experience and learn things at college that are great, but they're going to come home and challenge you on things. And it's okay to do that, but be nice to your parents when you do that, please, okay? And we think back at different times in our life. We think about those milestones that we come across. Two weeks ago, we celebrated with many families up on this stage, brand new little babies, and that milestone in their life. And we remember the first steps and the first words We remember the first day of school. We celebrate when we get our driver's license. We celebrated our baptism. We come to graduation, high school, for college, and we celebrate at those times. They're milestones, they're defining moments when we get our first job, when we get married at the birth of our own children. And these are times for us to reflect and look back, and they're also times for us to look ahead to what God has in store for us in the future. And today we do both. Today we look ahead with excitement for all of you and for us together as a church. We also look back and reflect on what God has done in our lives, on the things that we've learned. There's been no shortage of learning experiences for us. And the truth is many of life's lessons are learned both through success and through our failures. And by the grace of God, we grow. And while our good and our bad in our past doesn't define us, it does remind us. It reminds me. It reminds me that there's an answer to that deep question that all of us who claim to follow Jesus ask, if we're honest with ourselves. What does God want for me? Maybe you say it this way, what is God's will for my life? What is God's desire for you? Today, There are five things that culture tells us for for people who believe in God, that these are the things, these are all that matter. One is just believe that God's real. Two, be a good person. Just have good morals. Three, come to him when we have problems. Number four, God wants us to be happy. And number five, God wants us to go to heaven when we die. And none of those are bad things, right? And it sounds good, but the truth is that doesn't change or impact anyone or anything. There's more to that. So what does he want? I don't have time to give you an in-depth analysis this morning. But the verse that Colin just read gives us some of that truth. It's not for sitting idle. It's crossing the stage for going and growing. The first thing is to act justly. I'm speaking to you guys as seniors this morning, but this message is also for all of us to reflect together as a church. What does God want for us and from us? He wants us to act justly. Author Brian McLaren says, God's kingdom is about his dreams coming true for this earth. God's justice and peace replacing earth's injustice and disharmony. It's about doing what is right. More than just being a good moral person, it's doing what is right. You know, you had those decisions to make of what's right and wrong as you were a little kid. And as you've grown up, they've become a little bit tougher. And as we've grown up, we know that the right and wrong 
of our lives becomes even more challenging because it's not always about what movie we're going to see or what word we're going to say. It becomes about real deep things, about how we interact with other people. And are we going to step into that situation and do something? It's about understanding our choices can have a profound impact on others, on our families, our friends, our neighbors, our strangers that we meet. We are to do good to all. The second thing he says is to love mercy. I'm going to tell you right now, if you haven't figured this out, the world hates mercy. Because it's seen as a sign of weakness. In the Sermon on the Mount, twice Jesus says, if you want to receive mercy, you have to be merciful. In Matthew, Jesus says more than once, go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. See, the truth is, we can let sacrifice become about us. Hard work, that's a good thing. Getting things right, that's a good thing. We want to do that. We want to strive for that. Being ambitious, those are good things. We want to do those things. But those can mask other things in our lives. Think about worship. Worship is probably our greatest act of sacrifice in lots of different ways. And any sacrificial act can become about us if we let it. We can hide behind sacrifice. Think about it. When it comes to worship, a lot of us sit around and talk about what we like, what we don't like. And often it does become about us. Don't let that happen. Because you can hide behind sacrifice, but mercy is going to expose you. It forces us to care for the other, the stranger, our neighbor, our friend, our spouse, anyone we come in contact with. And Micah doesn't just say to do it. He says, love, mercy. But to do these, however, we must do the third thing. And my greatest desire for you, as you get ready to go off to college or whatever's next in your life, is to walk humbly with God. You see, when we walk next to God, there's no room for us to feel any sense of entitlement. God's desire is for our hearts, for our lives to be connected to him. That's what he wants from you and for you. He wants his hopes and dreams for the world to be your hopes and dreams for the world. He wants his love for people to be your love for people. He wants his desire for justice and mercy to be your desire for justice and mercy. And where you go in life has everything to do with who you're walking beside. So to the church, we're in an exciting time in the life of Greenville Oaks, I believe. We need to ask ourselves what it looks like to act justly in our church and in our community. We need to answer the question, who is in need of mercy in our church and community? And we need to check ourselves to see if we are walking humbly with God. So seniors, congratulations. We love you and we're proud of you. We want you to know that this always has been and always will be home for all of you. No matter how often you attended a youth group event, whether you've grown up in this church since birth or you started going here a couple weeks ago, you will never walk alone because God is with you and we're with you. And we are for you, and we are going to be your biggest cheerleaders as you go out into the world. 
And as we honor you today for your accomplishments at this important crossroads of your life, remember. Remember what God's desire for your life is. Remember what God's desire for your life is as you choose where you go to school and what you will study. As you choose where you will live and how you will spend your money. As you choose friends and mentors and perhaps the person you will marry. As you choose where you will go to church and where you will serve and who you will follow. Remember what the Lord's dream for you, for all of us, is. Walk that stage and claim your voice and choose to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. And on the days that you don't, remember God's grace is enough for you. So this time I'd like to invite our elders to come forward and join us up here at the front. As they make their way forward in just a minute, we're going to recognize our seniors individually. We're going to call them up to the stage one at a time. Once you receive your Bible and come to the stage, we just want you to wait here. I'd ask that you hold your applause until all of our seniors are up on stage together. Kyle Adams. Kyle is the son of Tish Adams. He graduated from Allen High School and plans to attend Calling College. Jason Blackerby. Jason is the son of Quentin and Sharon Blackerby. He is graduating from Liberty High School and plans to attend the University of North Texas, where he will major in computer science. Rachel Barachik. Rachel is the daughter of David and Shauna Barachik. Rachel is graduating from McKinney Boyd High School. She will be attending Texas A&M University and will major in communications. Connor Burke. Connor is the son of Jamie and Keir Burke. He will be graduating from McKinney Boyd High School and will be attending Texas A&M University where he will major in applied mathematics. Haley Craighead. Haley is the daughter of Larry and Vicki Craighead. She's graduating from Allen High School and plans to attend the University of Oklahoma, where she will major in nursing. Justin Dunnigan. Justin is the son of Brian and Sandra Dunnigan. He graduated from Lucas Christian Academy and plans to attend Stephen F. Austin State University, where he will major in nursing. Mercedes Field. Mercedes is the daughter of Don Field and is graduating from Allen High School. Mercedes plans to attend Collin College and then transfer to Abilene Christian University. Melissa Gardner. Melissa is the daughter of Don and Stephanie Gardner. She's graduating from Allen High School and will attend Texas Tech University, where she, will, where she may major in pre-med. Ashley Hardaway. Ashley is the daughter of Greg and April Aglipay. She is graduating from McKinney Boyd High School. Audra Hart. Audra is the daughter of Jim and Susan Hart. 
She's graduating from Allen High School and will attend Harding University, where she will major in chemistry. Savannah Holiday. Savannah is the daughter of Steve and Holly Holiday. She is not with us today because she is currently in Morocco for discipleship training school through Youth with a Mission. She plans to attend the University of the Nations in Kona, Hawaii, and major in missions. Amanda Emmel. Amanda is the daughter of Mark and Carol Emmel. She recently graduated from Lucas Christian Academy and will attend Abilene Christian University, where she will major in elementary education. Grant Jones. Grant is the son of Cheryl and the late Todd Jones. He is graduating from Frisco High School. Chantel Kinsey. Chantel is the daughter of Mike and Diana Kinsey. She is graduating from Allen High School. In the fall, she will attend Abilene Christian University with a soccer scholarship and plans to major in business and pre-OT. Caleb Kirkpatrick. Caleb is the son of Kevin and Mandy Kirkpatrick. Caleb is graduating from Allen High School. He will attend Oklahoma State University in the fall. Jacob Livingston. Jacob is the son of Jeff and Beth Livingston. He is graduating from Frisco Centennial High School and will attend Abilene Christian University where he will major in accounting. Sabrina Nwimba. Sabrina is the daughter of Nam and Teresa Nwimba. Sabrina is graduating from Plano East Senior High. She plans to attend the University of Texas at Arlington. Tim Prince. Tim is the son of Kent and Tiffany Prince. Tim is homeschooled and plans to attend Abilene Christian University, where he will major in agribusiness and criminal justice. Sydney Reynolds. Sydney is the daughter of Scott and Charlotte Reynolds. She is graduating from Frisco Wakeland High School. Sydney will be attending Lubbock Christian University, where she will major in secondary education. Hannah Riddle. Hannah is the daughter of Russ and Tisa Riddle. Hannah is graduating from Plano East Senior High, and she will attend Abilene Christian University in the fall, where she will major in athletic training. T.K. Rockwell. T.K. is the son of Kendricks and Misty Rockwell and is graduating from Wiley High School. Justin Rotto. Justin is the son of Brian and Kimberly Rotto. He's graduating from Allen High School and will attend Blinn Junior College and hopes to transfer to Texas A&M University. He will major in business administration. Cole Spears. Cole is the son of Lonnie and Deborah Spears. He is graduating from Abilene High School. Cole plans to attend Abilene Christian University and major in computer science and math. Ross Spears. Ross is the son of Lonnie and Deborah Spears. He's graduating from Abilene High School and plans to attend Abilene Christian University. Troy Spears. Troy is also the son of Lonnie and Deborah Spears. Troy is graduating from Abilene High School. 
He plans to attend Abilene Christian University and major in engineering and eventually receive a master's degree in aerospace engineering. Ashley Sturman. Ashley is the daughter of Troy and Sarah Sturman. She's graduating from Frisco Liberty High School and will attend Abilene Christian University in the fall where she will major in family studies. Colin Thompson. Colin is the son of Jeff and Kelly Thompson. Colin is graduating from Allen High School. He will attend Abilene Christian University and major in journalism. Kyra Tognesi. Kyra is the daughter of Vince and Tracy Tognesi and is graduating from Allen High School. Kyra plans to attend the University of Arkansas where she will major in nursing. Natalie Tomonic. Natalie is the daughter of Danny and Lynn Tomonic. She was homeschooled and will be attending the University of Texas at Dallas. Natalie will have a dual major of child development and psychology and then will pursue a master's of occupational therapy. Skywalker. Sky is the son of Shelby and Tammy Walker. He is graduating from McKinney Christian Academy. In college, he's going to be a wrestler, but he says that his future plans are undisclosed due to security and privacy issues. <laughs> Nicely done, Sky. I would say that's all of them, but that's a lot of them. As I said earlier, we're proud of you. Congratulations. Ladies and gentlemen, let's show our honor to them this morning. Well done. At this time, I'd like to invite their parents to come and join them on stage. Our elders are going to surround you and pray for you. I say on stage, near stage will be fine. As they're making their way forward, I want to remind the entire church that this afternoon there will be a reception. We want to invite you to, to that. All the information's in the bulletin. Come and celebrate with them and hear about more of their accomplishments. As you can tell, this is a very talented very intelligent class, lots of exciting things in their future. Yeah, you guys may have to move out a little bit. I've asked Rex Taylor, one of our elders, to lead this time of prayer for us. Let's pray. Father, this is a very, very proud uh, time of year, uh, time of uh, life uh, for the parents of all these seniors and for them themselves. Um, we thank you for the, the 18 or so years that uh, we have had with them. And pray that as we know that you have uh, been with them all along, that you will continue to be. And as we sang a while ago, uh, Father, uh, 
We know that uh, each of these has uh, come a long ways, uh, but those 18 years or so are really just the beginning. And although we know that you've been with them all along, uh, we pray that you will continue to be with them and that you will bless them uh, in whatever their next phase of life is. And that you will bless them not only with health and uh, success, uh, those things that the world uh, desires, but that you will bless them with a constant and enduring awareness that you are and forever will be right there with them. Father, we pray this because we know that you are uh, completely faithful to us, and uh, I pray that each one of these uh, graduating seniors uh, will, through all of life's ups and downs, through the struggles that are bound to come, uh, that they will know that you are faithful and always, always, always with them. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. As our seniors and their families take their seats, let's, let's sing together and begin to turn our thoughts and our minds towards coming together at the Lord's table stronger. Outside my family who encourage me and are there for me like Greg Hillary and all the other adults who have been involved in the youth group. I want you all to know that everything you do to help with the youth group does not go unnoticed or unappreciated. Even things like bringing food to an event or driving kids around are really important. And honestly, it's all the small things like that that keep the youth group going. I also want to acknowledge all the parents that drive their kids to church three or four times a week so that they can participate in youth group activities. That really means a lot to me that parents support their kids in building godly, strong relationships, especially now that I can drive and I realize gas isn't cheap. (laughs) I also want to thank every adult who led a small group. I know sometimes we can be difficult, especially early Sunday mornings, but leading the youth spiritually is so important. All the seniors have been participating in a special class on Sundays where we talk about how to keep our faith strong as we go into the world. And what I've begun to realize is how much all the small groups I've been in on Sunday mornings, Sunday evenings, and Wednesday nights have really impacted and influenced me and been a strong encouragement. So to any adult who has been involved in the lives of the youth of this church, thank you. The impact you're making will definitely stay with us into our future. Lastly, I just want to encourage everyone to get involved. If you're about to be in the youth group or already in it, take advantage of all the opportunities. Go to events such as Kadish, Sheep Week, Road Trips, and many more. I cannot explain to you guys how much these things have helped me grow in my faith. And if you're an adult, you're not excluded. We always need volunteers to help with everything we go to. I promise that you'll get more out of it than you think. I just love this church so much and everyone that has helped me grow in my faith from Christian soldiers with the Kellums all the way through my senior year. I cannot say thanks enough to everyone for their support and love. It's going to be rough, but I'm so grateful that I can come home to Greenville Oaks at any time and be welcomed with open arms. Thank you. Good morning, church. My name is Sydney Reynolds, and basically my story is my family and I moved back from Brazil when I was in sixth grade, and it was really hard on me. 
I didn't really want to come back, and honestly, I was upset and scared and mad, and I just did not feel comfortable here. Um, I really loved the people in Brazil, the culture, the city, so moving back was really scary, and I really never thought I was ever going to find a church as loving and caring and supportive as the church I grew up in, but Greenville Oaks, you guys proved me wrong. You guys have just always been there for me. From the day I stepped in this building six years ago, I've had people loving and caring on me in ways I never imagined possible. From the staff, specifically Greg and Hillary, to the adults, whether it be parents or just volunteers, all the way to the students, my peers and my best friends. It's ridiculous how much I love every single one of you guys in this youth group from the little seventh graders all the way to the ones who have already graduated. I truly believe this church has taught me the real meaning of brothers and sisters in Christ. Because when I look out, I see a family, a family who's helped me through the good and the bad times, a family that has helped to raise, teach, and encourage me. It has not just been my friends sitting over here to my right who have had such an influence on me. When I look out, I see people like the Stewarts who have fed me dinner and opened their homes to me every Sunday night for the past two years. Or people like the Brockoffs who have just helped so much in our class, even when their kids can't even walk and aren't even in the youth group yet. They're still serving our classes and going to our retreats. It's just been such a blessing. In John 13, 34 through 35, it says, a new command I give you, love one another As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And the love here at Greenville Oaks is truly endless. I know one place I've seen so much love is on the mission trips. I remember freshman year going to Panama and 13 of us living in one small two-bedroom house. Let me tell you, you get to know someone really well, really fast in those conditions. And another time was last summer when Sawyer, my brother, and I went to Canada, and we thought we were going without our parents. Next thing we know, here comes Mama Tucker. You guys eating enough food? You guys putting on your sunscreen, drinking enough water, sleeping enough? Needless to say, this church has so much love to give. Greenville Oaks, thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys have given me nothing but the best during my six years here. Please keep it up, because I have lots of friends and two little brothers who deserve and I know will get the same kind of love that you guys have given me. I just, I don't know what it's going to be like next year, and I can't imagine leaving all you guys, but I know that you guys have prepared me in the best way possible. So for that, I thank you. And from all of us seniors, just thank you so much, Greenville Oaks. morning. I'm Jacob Livingston. Well, where do I begin? For nearly my entire life, this church has been home for me. The relationships that I have made here are truly, have truly been a blessing to me. You are more than friends, you are family. I can't thank everyone who has made an impact in my life this morning. There are a few people I would like to recognize. Greg and Hillary, both of you have been a, <clears throat> excuse me, both of you had a huge part in our lives. You both sacrificed time and energy to make sure we have a relationship with God and know the love and plans he has for us. 
You have a big role in our life, and we will be forever grateful. Thank you for always being available to talk to you, to come to you for advice. You both are a blessing in our lives, and I want to make sure you know that. Martin Tucker, I believe I have never been to a youth group activity where you were not there. You could easily have been in class with your peers, but instead you have made the youth group a priority in your life. From Sunday nights as our middle school teacher to taking us to Trek, which is one of the most impactful experiences I've ever had. By the way, if you ever question the existence of God, just stand at the summit of a 14,000-foot mountain. You are a father figure to me. I know I can talk to you about anything going on in my life. I hope one day I have the same passion for serving others as you do. To our formal uh, Bible study, Bible class teachers, small group leaders, or anyone who has opened their home, provided a meal, or simply just spent time with us, you may not know it, but you have all helped make us into the young men and women we are today. Your willingness to share your faith is something we cannot thank you enough for. We have learned from you, and we will pass our faith down to the next generation. We appreciate your advice, your caring heart, and the true example of Christ you are to us. I also would like to ask all of you who haven't been involved in our youth group to get involved. You have no idea the impact you could, easily, you could have on us. We need people who have been in the same situation as, as us. We need people to talk to and to get advice from because Greg and Hillary can't do it all. To my fellow graduates, thank you for being my closest friends. Thank you for allowing me to be in your life. I wouldn't trade our friendship for anything in the world. Thank you for bringing the best out of me and making me want to be with a better relationship with Christ. To the younger members of our youth group, we are passing the baton to you. It's your turn now. It's your turn to lead this group and to keep making the youth group an important part of your life, just as the previous classes before you did. To the elders, ministers, and leaders of our church, thank you for being the godly people you are. Thank you for your vision and passion you have for this church. Thank you for the examples and resources you have given us to help grow our faith. Last but not least, to our families. <clears throat> Let me start by apologizing. Mom and Dad, we are sorry for the stress we have caused, energy and sleep you have lost, and the money you have spent on us. We can't thank you enough for your unconditional love and support you continue to show us. Thank you for picking us up when we fall. Thank you for drying our tears. Thank you for telling us that you love us. Thank you for being our number one fan. But most of all, Thank you for showing us the importance of living a Christian life. As we take this next step in our lives, I ask that everyone continue to pray for us and to check in on us. We are excited for what the future has in store for us. We know it will not be easy, but we have a God who loves us and a God who is in control. Wherever we go, whatever we do, we always have a home here at Greenville Oaks. Thank you. close our time together with a prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we ask you to bless these seniors. Um, we thank you for the way that you brought them this far, uh, for being with them and for being faithful. Uh, we ask you to be with them in the next phase of their life. For those who don't know uh, what they're going to do next, we pray that you'll guide them. For those who think they know what they're going to do next, we, we know that there will be a lot of them that will 
be changing their minds, and we ask you to to guide them in the decisions that they make and the the direction that they head. Most of all, we pray for them, uh, like we pray for us, that they'll do justice and love mercy and walk humbly with you. And we pray for their parents. I ask you to to be with them as, as they go through transition. Uh, some for the first time of having a, a child graduate and, and move on to the next phase of life. I uh, pray that you'll encourage them and, and guide them during the transition also. We know that, that you are the, the God of comfort, uh, that you, you comfort us in our affliction and our distress. Help us to be able to comfort those who uh, are afflicted and distressed. Be with the ones that, the ones of us who have health issues, uh, whether it's uh, something minor like a cold or whether it's major life-threatening kind of things or anything in between. Uh, we come to you particularly this morning uh, asking for blessings on Judy Renfro's mother uh, and the, the colonoscopy and test that she's having this week. Uh, pray for Sharon Jones' colleague and friend who's been diagnosed with a very aggressive form of brain cancer. Uh, pray that you'll be with her and her treatment and that you'll um, provide support for her husband and children. Bless those of us and comfort those of us who are grieving. Provide for those of us who are having financial struggles. Guide those of us who are having marriage and family issues. Um, help us, as I said earlier, to, to be a support and a comfort to others as, as you have been to us. Uh, bless Greenville Oaks. Help us in the, the vision that we've set out that we believe that you've given us. Uh, help us to, to become the church that you want us to be. Bless us as we bring on a, a new preaching minister. And we pray that that relationship will be long and productive and effective in spurring us to be what you want us to be. May we... Live this week in a way that honors you. In Jesus' name, amen. Remember that we've got a uh, combined adult class this morning. I uh, encourage you to, to especially be back next week. Uh, you won't want to miss next week. Um, now go out and be a light to the people around you this week. You're dismissed. <laughs>